1: He's trying to get his hands locked. It's high. It's very tight. Oh, that's tight. here. Oh, oh, that's really tight. Tagir
2: Ula
1: Beko. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered.
2: Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier.
1: I'm made mean, for a fucking podcast. <laughs> <That's> dangerous. <laughs> Listen to me. We're
2: here. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Today, Matt and I are going to be joined by Flyweight Tagirul and Beckoff fighting Nick Mayus this Saturday night, and of course, Jerry Ferrara from Entourage will be joining us. I am a blithering idiot and had to do that. Uh, had to do that twice. Um, should be a very interesting show.
1: Jimmy, yes, buddy. Sometimes I pull up, and when I pull up, Jimmy, I pull up with the ceiling missing. I don't, why? Anyway, sometimes I like to just say rap lyrics. It gets me pumped up.
2: By the way, I quoted our last week's guest was Michael Irvin, who was so good. Michael Irvin is so phenomenal. If you haven't listened to his podcast, I'm just going to throw this in. It's called Michael Irvin Podcast. Uh, it's really, really great. He was on a couple weeks ago, actually, not, not last week, but I quoted him last week on the radio because remember he was talking about, oh shit, a youth mistake. There was something about uh, toys, toys, uh, temptations of youth. Yes. And I thought of that and I was like, how smart that was. And it actually applied to something in my life, probably whacking off online. But I, I quoted him on the radio. Michael Irvin is such a compelling guy and his podcast is really, really great. So because I love Michael Irvin and I should have plugged it better while he was on, uh, go and listen to his podcast because he's really awesome. And, uh, he says really smart shit and he's got an amazing energy and
1: I just love Michael Irvin.
2: So he didn't do no wrong in my eyes.
1: You know, Jimmy. Yes, sir. Uh, I respect what he's done on the football field. Yes. Thank God I got the right sport. I don't, I never watched football or anything like that. He is such a likable guy. There's no wonder that he's behind the camera, right? He does the, uh, the telecast he does the the commentating doesn't
2: he before the before the game
1: i'll tell you he he's i could be a chatty Matty, but he likes to talk and he's, he's talking yeah very likable like yeah. I, how about this and i want to say this if i ever when I, i'm sure i'm going to run into him sooner or later at a ufc or something i guarantee you he gives me a hug he seems like a, should i hug him would it be out of line if i hug him no. i think he to me a
2: it wait, would not wait, be out of line wait, wait, wait. no no would not be out of line
1: oh oh, you scared me jimmy, I no. jimmy. almost like how dare you don't
2: oh no 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 you should hug him
1: he seems like a big teddy bear i'm like a little teddy bear i'm like a ewok
2: you uh, i would say more more any walk
1: yeah. if i'm an ewok you're a, a chawa oh, <laughs> that's what they sound like
2: i'm trying to find my picture as we're talking matt of mike the first time i interviewed michael Irvin was at some espn event and afterwards, he, uh, I went, uh, we we hugged, and he kissed me on the top of the head.
1: That's cute. I want to see that.
2: But yeah, Michael Irvin kissed the top of my head, and I, I was, let's say, I was pleased as punch when that happened. Uh, yeah, I was very happy.
1: Usually, like when people kiss the top of your helmet.
2: Well, and, yeah, everyone uh, does. Everyone who doesn't? You want the truth? No, I just sent you a picture.
1: You sent me a picture.
2: I did oh. it through the, through the chat window.
1: Press it again. Do it again. Send I just again. sent it. No,
2: no, no. Open your chat. Open it's in the there.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Me and the great Michael Irvin.
1: Oh, you know
2: what? He's kissing the top of my head with my Tonight, tonight Show microphone. That's
1: exactly how I picture him. To be. Yeah.
2: He's a very nice guy.
1: Anyway, I would, I'll would. i pay you money. Could you just say to me, Houdini? It's right before R2-D2 got shot by the Jawa in the very first Star Wars. It sounds like he's saying Houdini. It doesn't say Houdini. The UFC unfiltered uh, army, uh, their fucking Instagram page, whatever that guy, they're going to they're gonna find this. But he goes, uh, the little Jaw. It's, it's a little scary. Like they're in the desert, right? They escape the empire. And R2-D2 and C-3PO, they're, in the, um, they're walking through Tatooine and it's almost like it's dark. And all of a sudden, a little Jawa pops up and you hear those words, that famous word. So can you please, Well, we're waiting for our first guest, for me, I'm not going to ask you to sing. Could you just say Houdini? Um, you're not going to do it, are you? I, I, of course, I will. Why would not? I?
2: Yes, I will. Um, Houdini.
1: It's all right. Well, anyway, it's nothing like a jawa. You're, you're good, pur- right? You're purposely saying it like some kind of movie star or something. No, you know? I, I, that's not. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. But, but listen to the way I say it. Okay, you have to really maybe like. It's on YouTube or something. I gotta find it. But uh it is on in the movie. Houdini! And then he shoots. And next thing you know, Luke finds R2 and then they're all Luke Houdini. Wins off. Houdini. Let's talk was about that? it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Was that good? No, it's far is the opposite of good.
2: Great. Right. Opposite talk. of good is great.
1: <laughs> no, that's not right. Hello, yo i've been teaching a lot lately i really enjoy my my school jimmy yeah. isn't it funny when you simplify things things are so much better because you got to think like i'm gonna imagine you have one school maybe one day you have two schools and then you can have a bunch of schools fuck that that's i mean it's so much better I, at least personally downsizing like putting your attention just as one place I don't know. I'm just no, be-
2: I think you're correct, Matt. I, I do think that there is like the money, like sometimes if you're doing too much, sometimes I'm doing too many projects and I'm like, you know what, uh, the money is really, you know, it's nice to make more money, but a lot of times it's very difficult to concentrate on, uh, everything you're, you know what I mean? Like at one time. So yeah, sometimes less is, is perfect. Actually.
1: We agree. We, yeah, we agree, do. We agree to agree on that. Oh. Oh, and Jimmy. Yes, buddy. The answer is yes. Okay? Okay. The answer to you, don't make it. It's like Travis from the Jim and Sam show. Don't make it Travis that would love to have me on in studio. You have no idea what I'm talking about. You have no idea what I'm talking about.
2: Yes. Come back into studio. Me and Sam, we'd love to have you.
1: Wait, hold on. Did you know that I got an invite from your producer? Did you know that? Yes, stop drinking the water, please. Did you know? Look at me in the face. Wait oh, me. no. You didn't no, know.
2: No, no, no. Here's why. Because I've fool. told him to ask you many times. Hey, let's get Matt Sarah. In. Let's get Matt Sarah in. So, yeah, that, that is obviously on my behalf, of course.
1: Can I, can I be honest with you? I had such a bad experience. Not in, in studio. I always had a fun experience. But I, it's not that I didn't take it seriously. I thought it would be fun. If I was in my car talking to yeah, you Yeah, yeah. I did the reception. And I remember there was somebody else on. He was a nice guy. And I, was, I wasn't really hearing him. Well, you know
2: it wasn't Voss.
1: It was Matt something. or Sarah? Matt. Matt Eisen something? Matt Eisen. Matt Eisen, Eisen
2: is the best, yeah. yeah he Matt Eisen. American Ninja Warrior. He's yeah,
1: that was him. That was him. Yeah. Sorry, I got his name messed up. But I feel bad because I wasn't listening. I didn't hear him that well. And he was a nice okay. guy. I don't know. It was an awful appearance.
2: Well, no, it wasn't an awful appearance. I remember it. The technology is just not there. And unfortunately, I think that the reason you weren't in was a little bit beyond your control. But here's the good news, Matt. Matt. Here's the, the great news is that you can, you can come in.
1: Yes. Is there a place for me to smoke my reefer?
2: Um, well, it's not a drug den, but...
1: All right. Listen, uh, Jimmy. Yes. I've been teaching so much that I feel so limber. Thank goodness I pushed that thing out. I would have to been getting my other knee done in like the end of the month. Thank goodness I pushed it to April. Yeah. You know, cause I, I, I don't want to be doing that rehab in the, uh, you know, it's funny that the guy, the turtles coming on, I've been teaching turtle position a lot. You,
2: you, know, are, you have,
1: yeah, it's on all, it's when you're on all fours, when guys are trying to get their hooks in on you and get positioned. Oh, okay. You got a picture like you're in a crawl space. You can't come right. up. You can't put your head up like a little bird that fell out of a, a nest because you get strangled, Jimmy. Yeah. You can't do that. Don't do that shit around my. Don't be looking up. Like, man, nah, I have a quit. No, you better ball mm-hmm. up, fall up like this. Or you're getting attacked by a bear. And then yep. you gotta try to roll towards them, roll away from them by pulling them over your body. Try to roll with the leg locks, try to reclaim claim guard. It's Jimmy. It's fun.
2: I want your opinion on something. <gasps> Jimmy. I would like to know.
1: Yes, um, is, and this, I'm, I, I'm flattered that you that you think that high of me. dude. Do you yeah.
2: think that Volkanov fighting Islam Kachev kind of warrants a uh, an interim featherweight belt?
1: You think it's going to hold it up that long?
2: I, you never know. I mean, at least through this camp, and then if he gets hurt or he fights, he's going to weigh. I mean, yeah, it is. I holding not think no. Okay,
1: I don't think so. I think I think right now. He just didn't. He just take it. Who is there for him to fight? That's what. That's what's going on here.
2: I guess so. Yeah. And it's
1: like it's almost like all right, man. He's the champ, and he kind of ran through everyone. But this, I don't know. It. This is a tough fight. Ah, oh wow. Yeah. I mean that that's gonna be like a, a he's gonna be like the Australian Rocky in this fucking thing.
2: I think I think he loses this fight. Um, the same is... As- Adesanya, there's no disgrace in going up a weight and losing to a guy like Blachowicz, so I think he loses this fight. It, it's a very, it's hard if you've been fighting it that way. I don't care how big he was if he played rugby. He didn't have some animal like Makachev trying to fucking you know, punch him in the face on the ground. This is a different uh, sport, and I think that weight's going to matter. I'm sure he trains with guys who are heavier, but, you know, this is where Makachev has been.
1: How do you pronounce our, our guest's name here? Tager?
2: Uh, Tager uh, Olinbekov.
1: Yeah. And he's from Dagestan. Yeah, it's Dagestan, and he lost to Tim Elliott in a competitive fight. He's
2: like, only lost two fights. But he's fourteen and two. I mean, the guy is uh, the guy. Is, Tim Elliott was a decision, and he uh, and he lost another to uh, uh, zumagolov Was was also uh, was a majority decision actually. And, and fucking Nick Mayness is fourteen and two. He's four oh Oh, he's also 14 and two. I think he's fifteen. They're both on the same record, fourteen and two.
1: Oh, inter- that is very interesting. Yeah. And in the UFC. The both Olympics, wrestlers. And they both have one loss. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I wonder, what, what is it like growing up in Dagestan? Why am I asking you?
2: I don't know. I grew up in North Brunswick. Uh, Why and by ask? the way, Nick, Nick I, Manus I, is coming off a loss. He lost to uh, Uba <laughs> so Jimmy,
1: you're like, yes. I like, grew up in North Brunswick. Hi, Jimmy, yeah. let's ask Tigger what... Uh, I knew. I know you didn't grow up in Dagestan. I wasn't literally asking
2: you. Yeah, yeah, you no, know, I, I didn't have an answer for you.
1: <laughs> Let's get him in, Jimmy.
2: Yes, Tagarul and off. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, shit, I don't know. I'm from North Brunswick, Jimmy. You, you, yeah. you're so, you're so, you, you, you're both nice and mean to me at the same time.
2: Yeah, very. You know what's interesting about these guys, Matt? They're both fourteen and two, and they're both coming off uh, a decision loss. Uh, Tim Elliott, uh, obviously for William uh, Beckoff, and um, Manus lost to uh, Nurbegimetov. Both coming off a decision loss. After they're, they're both parallel kind of records.
0: How are you, buddy? I'll be translating for him. Go ahead, Jimmy.
2: Where are you guys?
0: Uh, Caesar's Palace.
2: Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. That's nice. That way. That's where you're staying. Do you enjoy uh, Vegas? Do you do anything in Vegas besides train? Do you like to go out to the casinos?
0: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the casinos. I never go or gamble or play, but I like to walk around and uh, hang out in Vegas. That I love.
2: And just kind of watch the people, right? And just see all the, the, different, uh, the different activities and different walks of life.
0: Yeah, that I love too.
2: Is there anything in, uh, you're from Dagestan, is there anything from Dagestan, in Dagestan that is kind of similar to Las Vegas?
0: Yeah. Dagestan is absolutely different. Nothing reminds me of Dagestan, only mountains.
1: Oh, okay. Now, let me ask you, buddy, you're fighting Nate Maness, a wrestler, American wrestler. What do you think about the Dagestani wrestling versus the American wrestling? What's going to happen? It's so exciting. I don't want to get too excited. I mean, how would you feel if the American wrestler out-wrestled you? Is there a certain pride that you're coming from a... a you know? Pakistan, Pakistan wrestler, number one. Yes! I like, He answered my question right there.
2: <laughs> would you say that he's one of the uh, higher-level wrestlers you've faced?
0: I think uh, my late, uh, great uh, coach... Uh, Abdulmanap Manap would not uh, would be very disappointed with me if I got out wrestled by the American not only by the American it has nothing to do with nationality it's just with anyone who out wrestled me um, because our school is known for for our um, high level wrestling grappling and we simply cannot give points or lose in the reps in the wrestling or grappling department because we're not allowed to we cannot do that that's that's what we specialize
1: in speaking of your late coach may may you rest in peace um, I, we always hear about what a legendary coach and trainer he was what was it about his training sessions what is a typical training session from your late master was it was it so was it based uh, with technical, or was it just grinding uh, endurance-wise? Could you, could you give me a rough, a sum up a rough training session, like a, a typical training session from the warm-up to, to the ending?
0: He was not only a coach inside the gym. He was in control of our lives even outside of the gym, but in a good way. Not a control freak, but in a very good way. He would advise us, even with our personal lives, anything that was wrong in our lives, we would come to him, um, ask him, and we would find answers. Um, and we would fix our issues, our problems. But now, as far as the uh, the training sessions go, he would always advise us and uh, to go, f- like, pedal to the metal. Don't give it... Eighty percent, ninety percent. He always expected us to go one hundred percent, give everything in trainings. And he was more pro wrestling person, you know. Um, he he would he he would favor in in MMA fight to wrestle more to to out grapple our, our uh, and outclass our opponents. Not only striking, but his favorite thing was wrestling and grappling. So that's what when When they say "Father's plan," that's what they mean nowadays.
2: You must be encouraged when you see that uh, Nate's last loss was to Umar. Uh, Nur- that must make you feel good. Did you learn anything from watching that fight?
0: Yes. Uh, getting ready for him was a little bit easier because we already had a game plan when. Umar was about to face him, and then Umar faced him. He gave me a blueprint of how to beat this guy. I have, I have a tape that I could watch my, 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 of my teammate beating him. It was a lot easier. Obviously he's a tough opponent But my goal is to go out there And do exactly what Umar did, did to him And get my hands free.
2: I'm surprised he would take this I'm surprised Nate would take these fights back to back Are you surprised that he uh, is willing to fight you Right after losing to Umar?
0: Yes, I was, uh, to be honest I was very surprised um, that he took this fight uh, that was my first surprise, uh, and then the second one was that he's coming down to weight to, to flyweight. He's a big band weight, and then now he—I I really hope he's going to make this weight. It was a surprise to me that he's dropping down the weight.
2: Right. Do you think he's doing it because he wants to win against your team? Do you think maybe that loss bothered him and he wants to win against your team?
0: Welcome. He's welcoming that challenge. Let's go. Even if it's that way, he's ready for it. Because nothing is going to, it will not be what he's planning, you know? Ah, I like it,
1: Jimmy. I'm excited.
2: Yes. Well, look, uh, thank you so much for, for, for joining us today. Uh, and good luck. You're an extremely exciting. This is a great fight. You're both 14 and two. You are both coming off a loss. Uh, There's a lot of things that are very equal. This is a very, very interesting matchup. So good luck. Thank you. Take care, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, Tagir. Appreciate it. This episode of UFC Unfiltered, it's brought to you by Love Hemp. They're the official CBD partner of UFC. Life can be a challenge, but we all strive to live it to the fullest. Love Hemp is one of the leading CBD brands, loved and trusted by professional athletes worldwide with a multi-award-winning range, over 40 CBD products, including oils, edibles, capsules, and skincare, all of which are designed to fit seamlessly into your daily routine and support optimal health, wellness, and recovery. Whatever challenges you might be facing, Love Hemp is always in your corner. Love Hemp, Love Life. Available across Europe via lovehemp.com Coming soon to the U.S.
1: They're always, they're always uh, exciting,
2: those Dagestani oh, fighters. Oh, they're crazy good fighters. I like Never, they, ever an easy win. Even if you beat them, it's a fucking nightmare.
1: Whether it's Sambo with jiu or American wrestling, I like how they shit on all the other grappling. they just like... Yeah. Ah, they, ah. Now, it, it, when I, I give that big... Long American wrestling versus his biggest, his only—he didn't even need the translator. He's like Dagestan wrestling number one. It's fucking funny. It's great. Yeah. Now we could talk a little bit about the fight before Turtle. Turtle. Every time I say Turtle, whether I'm teaching Turtle position in, in class, like I did yesterday,
2: yeah.
1: Or uh, we got Turtle coming on, the guy from Entourage. Yeah. Uh, I think of that movie with Dana Carvey. I never watched it, Master of the Skies, but there was a part when he was dressed almost like a turtle. And he would say, turtle, turtle. <laughs> ah, shit. I had so many people today, this morning, at the set, they were sweating. Oh, sweating. Woo! Little yeah. hill action. You're down in your guard until somebody passes your guard. And then yeah. they down. Somebody passes. So you're fighting them off. Oh, my God. And then you get an arm, like, you fight two or three off, and they finally pass your guard. You're breathing up against the wall. And then I make my little jokes, Jimmy. You know what I say? What? I say, ah, you all could've hit the snooze alarm, but you didn't. You didn't. I go, give me a high 10. Not that high, because he's a tall guy. And then they all go, oh <laughs> sensei. It's, oh. it's like Jimmy, it's like a, a little comedy club room where I always kill. Or, That's else, nice. or else I will kill. I'm not only kidding. Yeah. No, they laugh. Yeah. And they hear the same jokes all Jimmy. I might lose some students. I do a lot of the same jokes.
2: You could have hit the snooze alarm, but you chose to come here and make other people snooze with your chokes.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. you're the, you're the comedian. He's supposed to help me with my new. That's good. Give me, give me some new one-liners to hit them with. All right. Why don't you say this? Jimmy, um, make it fun. Make it fun. Don't, don't. It can't be cringy. They're not going to want to be around me.
2: No, you could have said, you know, instead of cap, instead of catching a few more Z's, you decided to come here and implement a few K's. That's Kamora.
1: Wow. <laughs> I don't want to even. I don't even want to look on the screen. I don't. Even That's good. Look. It's good stuff. I'm embarrassed for you. No, I'm. Uh, this is really good stuff. What would they say if I said they wouldn't like that? I have no. I I have good. I have good one liners. Like listen. I yell out the same, but I, it's true though. I'm like, I'm already having fun. I had and then when the class is over, I had a blast. I'm not just saying it because my name's on the wall. Oh
2: no, how about this? What? Well, you, you come in Bye. and you go, you go, you guys could have stayed in the sack and kept dreaming, but instead you're here giving leg lock nightmares. Do you like the leg lock nightmares?
1: I totally, Jimmy, it's so it's I it makes me want to just, cry. if I knew how to put the screen <laughs> off, I would. I don't know how to do it. I'm afraid I'll leave. So, Jimmy, do you want to um, discuss the main event?
2: Um. Yes. Marina Rodriguez, Amanda Lemos. A very, very interesting matchup. Number three against number seven. Strawweight, obviously, main card. It's on uh, ESPN. It is on uh, 4 p.m. are the prelims. It's Eastern time. We don't care about the rest of the country. 7 o'clock Eastern time on ESPN Plus is the uh, main card. Really good. Chase Sherman's on this card, who I love. Neil Magny against Daniel Rodriguez. That's a fucking amazing fight. That could be a main event fight. Um, It's the co-main here. Uh,
1: oh, Miranda Maverick is on. Vershawn Young.
2: Uh, Marco Madsen is fighting, too, by the way. Very, very interesting. Marco Madsen is the opening fight on that card against Grant Dawson. You're jumping all over. Them. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just looking at how great this card is. Let's
1: do, let's talk about the main event.
2: I'm taking uh, Marina Rodriguez in this fight. Uh I, I mean Amanda Lemos is obviously uh, a, a very dangerous fight. I'm taking Marina Rodriguez, and I don't think it's going to go five. I know a lot of these lighter fights because they don't possess knockout power. uh, but I think that she stops her in the third round.
1: Marina, a second round stoppage. It's, I, it's insane that I'm saying it, but I'm saying it. No, she's a beast. Yeah, she's a beast. I like Marina. I like her a lot. Yeah. What's that from? I like her a lot. Um. You know. No. You don't know? Dumb and Dumber. Oh. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, like, why? You just, I just wasted a literally.
2: Oh, I got one.
1: Oh, what? What? A new joke for me to use during class? <laughs> you noise. know what?
2: Instead of being out in the liquor bar, you're here giving someone an arm (laughs) (laughs) bar.
1: I'm gonna use them.
2: Do you like that one?
1: But no, because you know why? Because we have fun at my school and that's not fun.
2: That's fun.
1: No, no, it's because then because listen, even when my jokes are repetitive, they're still fun and cute. Neil Maggie's always fun. And Daniel Rodriguez, don't we feel like we just seen him?
2: Yes, he did just fight.
1: Oh, yeah, he, he beat uh, Lee Jingle.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Lee.
1: So that was in September. This is a quick fight. This is a quick turnaround.
2: Very fast turnaround.
1: You know? But that was a close fight, too. Very close. Houdini. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, he was supposed to fight Kevin Holland. I know, yeah, I said that. Didn't I say that? He was supposed to fight Kevin Holland.
2: Yeah, and that's why then Holland had to fight Kamzat. Houdini!
1: That's what it sounds like. Houdini. Houdini.
2: Uh, Daniel Rodriguez against Neil Magny.
1: What do I think, man? That's ah, man. He looked good though versus uh, Jing Lang. Even though Arjun, Jingli,
2: yeah, he did look really good. You
1: know, and that was a last-minute switch and yada yada.
2: Neil Magny submitted his last fight.
1: Yeah, but he's not gonna get submitted here.
2: No, 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 he's not. I
1: don't know, man. Rodriguez is fucking tough. But this Very. Is what I would say. Magny, because of his experience, I think he's gonna find a way to win. I think he's gonna win by a decision, though, because Rodriguez no.
2: Yeah, and he's also really good at just grinding you up against the cage.
1: (sighs) (laughs) It reminds Uh, me, I'm sorry, Jimmy. Uh, During the kids' class, my youngest one, my nine year old, her favorite takedown, she'll drive a kid all the way up against the wall and like Habib, she'll go underneath and grab both the legs and pull them out. I go, look, if you ever want to do a tournament, you're not doing that. That's not, so you're part of the class and, you know, I don't know. But it's just, that's her favorite thing. She runs a kid up against the wall and takes her legs out.
2: But you must, lo- you must love to see the takedown. At oh, least the takedown it's, oh,
1: is good. Oh, she does like a Habib on him. She's like, like, oh my goodness. Yeah, good. It's so it's fun. It's so much fun. You know? You know what I mean, Jimmy? Yeah. Because every now and then I fall apart and I need you now, my bird. I need you now forever.
2: Here's what I think.
1: Yes, Jimmy. Jimmy. I'll take me, Daniel
2: Rodriguez. You want, me,
1: you want me to do this in studio? Oh, I shouldn't have spilt that.
2: Oh yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Whatever you just spilled.
1: Oh, I, 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 mean, <laughs> I, I just spilled a snapple.
2: <laughs> yes, I do you want know, you to do I'm that in studio. Get
1: yelled
2: at. No, you won't. You're the boss.
1: Clean it up with You're right, Jimmy.
2: Yeah, who's you're the other king of that castle? You don't take any shit from anybody.
1: Uh, oh, Jerry Turtles in the waiting room. Does yes. like to be called Turtle guy probably done a bunch of other shit. Everybody's like, hey, Turtle. Yeah, let's
2: bring in Jerry Ferrar. I'm sure he does not enjoy being called Turtle.
1: Well, then stop it, Jerry.
2: Yeah, call him Jerry. You put in the work, training at the gym, on the court, at the track, wherever you go. You push your body to the limit. Now. Maximize your results. Discover how to unlock your inner champion with Thorns high performance sports nutrition line with the most comprehensive line of NSF certified for sport products on the market. Thorne is the unquestioned leader in both quality and innovation in sports nutrition. With pre-built fitness bundles like Thorne's training bundle, you can jumpstart your training and fitness routines and help take your performance to the next level. Don't trust your body to anything else. Choose the supplement brand with the extensive third-party testing and the highest level of certification recognized in pro sports Choose Thorn, the official sports performance nutrition partner of the UFC. Visit Thorn.com and use the promo code UFC10. That's T-E-N for 10% off. That's promo code UFC10, and you get 10% off. And Matt and I get the credit, and that's all that matters. Yeah, oh, there he is. Hey Jerry. What's up, guys?
1: How well, are you, hi, Jerry? Man. Nice to meet you, man. How's
3: it going, Matt? Good to meet you too, Jim. Good to get to talk to you. We work together yes. without working together.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't in the same. Uh, you know, it's funny. I would always watch shows and wonder if everybody on the cast was friends and hung out. And I'm so stupid. I'm like, well, the, no. People sometimes shoot different days or different weeks or different episodes. They never meet
3: yeah power was weird because you'd go to like one table reading and see a bunch of people and then you have two weeks off and go to the other one and like oh four people died in the two weeks on the show yeah and they're off the show now it's like oh i didn't even get to say goodbye to that person
2: i never went to a single table read i would because i was i was a lot of times doing radio right. but i also i kind of wish in hindsight that i had just to meet the whole crew but i was also superstitious and i was like if i go they're going to fire me <laughs> but once i'm on set it's harder just to get rid of you because you're already there.
3: And people do get fired off those, uh, off those table readings. Uh, they were, they were a little intense too. Like they, the, they were big productions. Um Yeah. I was always told, like I tried to skip a few. They're like, no, it's part of your contract. I'm like, it is. It's 20 years. That's never been, but I, I went, it was close yeah. to my house. So it wasn't
2: a big deal. Plus out. Yeah. I think because I was broadcasting that I was kind of, they worked around it yeah um but i kind of wish my first day on set for power the first day i shot which i think was season three i was in two seasons i get there and i was very late because like one of the uh one of the uh, assistants gave me the wrong time Oof. and the wrong she gave me the wrong information so i get there and they're like we're waiting for you you're supposed to be here at nine and it's like 11 but she fucked up and she was so panicky she offered me a hundred dollars not to tell them like to take the hit for it. I'm like, you wow. out of your mind? I told him to me, I'm not taking a fucking hit because you fucked a hundred bucks to make the whole crew hate my guts. Forget Cheapest.
1: it. Cheapest bribe ever. Well, yeah, they that's fired, like a fireable,
3: right? well, that's a fireable offense even for you. And you'd be giving up a lot more than a hundred bucks.
1: if. Uh...
2: Absolutely. Wow. It was more annoying too. She, she messed up and didn't want to take the heat for it. And I was like, just take the heat. You and
3: that's up. a big one though. That's a big, that's a big mess up. That yeah, up.
2: yeah. They were all waiting for me. I, I tried to explain it to everybody who would listen. I mean, I'm telling like, look, I got the wrong time. Guys, like, I don't fucking care. i a teamster. I'm a driver. Stop telling right. me. I was you know, just telling anybody who was in the vicinity. Matt, imagine if um, it was like, Matt, the fight's at seven.
1: It's like, no wait. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's actually at six. What? I gotta fight an hour. All right, let's go. Let me ask you, Jerry, now you've been in lots of stuff. Now, how is it I know you gotta feel like lucky and blessed and everything else where you you were part of such a huge thing like entourage but does it ever get fucking annoying where it's like they call you turtle or something You're like yo i've done a lot of other shit like i'm not turtle like it's my a part i played or are you just like ah that's cool you can call me turtle like you know what i mean like i don't know does it ever get annoying or not
3: so you look early on for the first couple of years of the show, as it became successful, they, really no one knew my name at all. Like you, I could offer, I could offer someone a thousand dollars. Like what's my real name? They'd be like uh, turtle. They would, they would not have known. So it certainly was after the flattery kind of wears off. It, it was a little annoying and then you get concerned like, Oh Lord, is anyone going to ever take right. me as something else again?
1: Like typecast the type. Show. Right.
3: But after now it's kind of fun because even with talking with Jim, like the, the doing the part on power, Which is a weird thing because now people only know that show, so they know me as Proctor from that show. So I'll I'll be walking in Brooklyn on one street, it's like Oh, Turtle, and then on another street, it's like Oh, it's Proctor, and they don't even know they're talking about the same real life person. So it used to be real annoying, and now looking back on it, it's 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 kind of cool looking back on it. But I'll play like if people are dicks, I'll give it right back to them. You know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, sometimes they're being dicks, and other times people just never know beyond a character name. They just half the time they just know you as right. whatever the character was that they love. Um, yeah. Yes, but I, I, it is definitely a little annoying. By the way, you—I know you do a podcast. I want to promote it. It's called Unleashed on Bet MGM. Oh, with sorry, with Bet MGM. I don't have my glasses on. Uh, what's that podcast about? Is there a theme to it?
3: Uh, it's definitely a uh, sports betting based, which is ironic. All the things I did as like a teenager that uh, my my mom would be like, "What are you betting? What? That's terrible." I'm yeah. like, "This is never going to amount to anything." I now have multiple jobs that involve sports betting. So, you know, we talk sports betting. We get some great guests on there too. We had we had like Kevin Garnett two weeks ago who gave me the ultimate hype up speech. He had me wanting to like try, like get in the gym right away. So it's fun. We're having a good time with it.
2: Are you a good gambler? Like, do you I I always panic too much and I can't enjoy it.
3: So there's a few different types of gamblers, right? I'm an emotional gambler. I, I believe in storylines. And even like looking at this, you know, at at this card on Saturday, it's like it's so hard not to fall in love with the storylines of it. So uh I, I I'm I'm not a good gambler because I'm emotional.
2: You bet with your heart.
1: Yeah. Stupidly. Yeah, I did do ever, too. Did you ever lose like I don't want to ask how much you lost, but when you look, did you ever lose like so much where you just like I don't know, I'm never fucking betting again? Or, did that ever happen to you where you fucking got hit so fucking hard, or was it like not so bad? I don't know. Some people have stories where they're like, "Yeah, they're I've definitely hole.
3: gotten hit." I, look, I've had a lot of great wins, more ca- like casino based. Uh, I've had a lot of terrible losses. You know, I had an uncle who was always, who was sort of involved in that stuff, who always said you know, you're making money, you have money, why are you gambling? He's like, you only gamble when you don't have money. You take a shot and then you deal with the consequences. You have money, what what the hell are you gambling for? Uh, I did take a bad loss this is back before I had a job right before I moved to LA. I was 19 years old. I was at a Christmas party with my Brooklyn friends and we were playing. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the game, AC Ducey. I don't know if you know that game.
2: I've heard of it. What is that? Basically?
3: Like if I put down a two, like a deck of cards, if I put down a two and a 10, you're making a bet that the next card will come in between those numbers of a two and a 10. Right. So the ideal cards are ACE. If it's low King, if it's high, so you have the most, uh, and you could, what you could do is you could bet the whole pot. If there's a hundred dollars in the pot, you bet all hundred. If a repeat card comes out like an ace or a King, you have to double the pot. This wow, pot okay. got up to like 800 bucks. I had like maybe a thousand dollars to my name. I was about to move to LA in two days to pursue an acting career like an idiot. And of course I got the ace deuce, whatever I pot it. Cause one of the older dudes there said, I'll split it with you if you lose. And I got the repeat card and had to double the pot. So I basically moved to LA with $0 from a gambling loss.
2: Well, if you double the pot, we ha- I don't understand. How do you lose if you, you pick up those two cards? That Those are bad cards?
3: No, those are so like, 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 say Matt goes first, right? He makes his yeah. I'm going to bet two bucks between two and ten he loses. He puts two bucks in. Then you go, you lose, you put. So the pot just is accumulating from everyone right. getting their turn. So when it's your turn, if you get the ideal cards, ace, deuce, meaning you have the most chances of cards coming in between that high and low, Sure. If a repeat, like another ace or another deuce comes out on that turn, you double the pot. It's like that's that's.
2: Oh, you lose. I thought you meant the pot gets doubled and then you choose again. No, no, you 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 just lose.
1: You have to pay double of the pot. So I lost. Oh, you just get fucked. Okay,
2: yes, okay. Lost it all. That sucks. Yeah, I got it. That's terrible.
1: But yet now it's worth all that money you lost. Just that fucking cool story. I think.
2: Yeah, it would have been nice to have a
3: car in L.A. That's true. I no, have that's, spent that's time true. Time in L.A. Not having that's a car, a is like being you're right. on the you're yeah, right. like on the moon without oxygen. But it would have been nice to have a little Toyota Camry or something. It's yeah. true.
1: It's true. But it is. How'd still- you
2: lose? So I'm sorry, man. How'd you lose 55 pounds? That's that's amazing, and it's really hard to keep it off because I had lost a lot and then I put it back and I lost it again. It's really hard.
3: Yeah, it, it, To me, it's one of the things I'm like the most proud about in my life because uh, I, I think I had just turned 30 years old. Now I'm 40, about to be 43. And uh, I was, I'm 5'6". It's about 205 yes. pounds, you know. Uh, was athletic as a kid, but I was on a real pay. You know, craft service tables on a movie show. Sure. Lots of Krispy Kreme donuts. Like living yep. the high life. Fancy dinners everywhere. So I went to go get like my yearly physical. And the the doctor, very you know, just made a lot of sense it was like, look, you're in no physical thing. Like your health is good. You're fine. You're 30 years old. You're young. But I would suggest starting to get in shape now because when you're 40, maybe you have a wife and kids, it's just going to be harder. It's going to be way harder. And that made a lot of sense. So I started, mm. you know, working out, cutting some things out, and then I'm very addictive. So fortunately I got addicted to something good and I got yep. addicted to working out. I was playing basketball four times a week. I started Training like with the Gracie's and the little Brazilian Jiu Jitsu just to stay in shape. Oh, I didn't go, didn't go very far. They can go very far though.
1: Hey, team, team five six, fuck the basketball. Why don't you stick to Jiu Jitsu, man? We're all the same size on the floor. Shit.
3: I agree. And I know my kids, I have two boys. They're going to be small. They will absolutely be starting jujitsu very, very soon because they're going to be five, six. Uh, oh,
1: hundred percent, man.
3: And and then also, you know, you start losing a little bit of weight. I'm a single guy in L.A. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wow, you look, you look good. You lost some weight. So you start, get, you know, that shirt that didn't fit you now fits you. And uh single guy in L.A. So I've kept it off because I've just gotten really used to it. And um, but I still have rough days, man. I'm, my family handled everything, all conflict with food. That's what an Italian family right. does. That's how we resolved many conflicts.
1: Yes. And you celebrate things with food. You mourn with food. You yes. know, uh, and at our, our at our height, I'm also five, six. Some would say five, six and a half. I don't want to argue about it. <laughs> but my point is this. Uh we get round real quick. I'm two, I'm 200 pounds, five six. If I get to two ten, I start start getting a little like a little barrel.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, Jimmy? yeah there's no
3: there's no bumper zone.
1: When you're when you're, a, when you're over five eight, five nine, whatever it is, six foot, you get a little husky. That's you can hold it better. But when you're a little short man like us, We get stocky and "Mm." the belly and
3: the neck are the first two places it aims for. Yeah, and
2: side fat. Nothing worse than fucking side blubber because you get from the side, you look, I look pretty good. And then you turn head on in the mirror and you're like, no, I get my little fucking, my side bosoms on my hip. (laughs)
3: It's like the toothpaste squeezed out of the tube just spilling over over everything. Yeah, that's the hardest to get
2: rid of. Yeah,
1: I recommend jujitsu and TRT. That's what I I go professional. I go to a place. I don't go back alley there, Jerry, but I'll tell you, I feel great. That's all I know. I am commoring 20 year olds. Thank you very much. Uh, Now, now, is there
2: anything that's hard for you not to eat? Like I'm on a strict diet now, but I'm kind of close to where I want to be. Is there anything like that you still eat that shitty?
3: Yeah, no matter what, I don't care what diet, that's why like when I did go on the diet, it wasn't like I didn't do no carbs, I didn't do anything. I I did something sustainable, like I could live like this for a while, but typical Italian fat, like when it's time for like pasta and meatballs, I'm not saying no. And I will, I will wait all week for that. If I had to, I will go hardcore. Like even now, Thanksgiving coming up, I'm making room.
1: Yeah, I'll go real
3: hardcore, make a little room in that because I don't want to be limited on those great holidays and stuff like that i want to just enjoy myself
2: yeah food is such an addiction it's such a weird thing like i look forward to knowing i'm going to binge on that day it's really yeah and, and then i'm leaving one for the holidays food is a really hard thing to do healthy
3: absolutely it is and it's certainly for a lot of people who do have like addiction stuff that's one of the top things that uh they might even be burying some other issues with is, is food. So yeah, it's tough. It's, it really is, but I got a handle on it a long time ago. And anyone out there listening, if you're struggling, been there and, uh, it's always time to get it, to get it, uh, under control. You always have time.
2: Yeah. And you've managed to keep it all. How much, what's the most you put back on and then said, Whoa, this is like, this is, I'm going off the fucking ledge here back. You know, right after we
3: had our first kid, we have two boys three and a half and one and a half right at like, two three months after the first kid when you're just like when you're just hit by that truck of having a kid for the first time and how your life just changes it's like yeah i'm like wow i uh i'm back up in the 160s i haven't seen the 160s in a in a while that's kind of scary so i think the most i put back on was like 10 11 pounds and i'm floating around at like 155 i was as low as like 144 i was like bruce lee back abs and stuff i had all sorts of things going
2: did people tell you you're too skinny? I got that. At one point, I did look sick. But then people are like, don't you hate that when you lose weight? And people are like, you should put a few pounds on. You don't look healthy.
3: Jim, you know what I used to get? Because you we started off talking about people call you turtle, right? I would get people come up to me and go, wow, you look just like uh the guy turtle. But he's real, real fat. You're not fat at all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, awesome. Or even like, like girls, I'd be out and you're like, Oh my God, you're so much like better looking in person. It's like, yeah. Cause you watched an episode from two years ago where I was 200 pounds and now I'm, I'm 145. So I yeah. see how Hollywood and LA puts a lot of uh, emphasis on how you look and sure. stuff
2: like that. Yeah, they absolutely do. Um, and your podcast, how long have you been doing it? We're only about,
3: uh, two months in it's a, it's, it's oh. a fair, yeah, it's a fairly new venture. So, uh, uh it, it it's it's new i i love i've been podcasting since like 2012 my wife and i started one back then i've always now everyone who has one I'm like these are people i just have to beg to come on mine and try to explain to them what it was and well, don't worry people listen and now they're inviting me on their they have podcast networks actually now they yeah. don't even have shows they have networks
1: what did you do with your wife a podcast what was that about that one was called bad for
3: business uh, with the hook of like, is it a terrible idea to actually like start a business with your significant other? So it was a lot of slice of life stuff, but we had a lot of guests, like all the entourage guys came on over the years and a lot of other actors and athletes.
1: Is that podcast still going? Um, no, I guess, no. We, I guess we found the answer to that fucking we got, question. We got the answer. Um, I'm only kidding. That's funny though. That's funny. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, to start a podcast with your 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 I don't know. your wife, that's got to be a little interesting, no? No, it, it could be like
2: could be great or it could be, it could uh, be difficult. Great, like,
1: it could be difficult because so how you long brushing your clear? teeth
3: at night is different when you're like, uh, you know, that shit you said earlier. Uh, exactly. You mean yes.
1: <laughs> exactly. My wife. You, know in my podcast.
2: Or you worry if something happens that it's going to wind up on the podcast. Like, look, I don't want to. You know, like, I I think it's easier to talk about stuff on a podcast, though, because you both know there's a mic in front of you. So you kind of temper what you're saying, but you're still talking through something. Yes. Um, You're not going to explode because you know that this is the, you know, everyone's going to hear it, you know, and look like a dick. So you probably talk about things nicer when the mic's on.
3: Oh, yeah. We even one time we had a, a like a marriage counselor come on the show and we were just but, you know, just talking through some things. I got a lot of calls from friends who are like, don't, don't have her on again. What are you doing? Why are you trying? Cause you guys are talking about your issues calmly and very adult. Like, just don't, we don't want to hear that. Don't do that anymore. I was like, nah, we're going to have her back.
2: Um, yeah. But, but how long did you do that
3: for? We, I, up until really, I, I mean, and like to what Matt was saying, like, you know, we really only stopped because the kids, like once the kid, like it is totally changed our life. Like, uh, and I'm sure you, you yeah. know, It's a very relatable thing, but it really is like, I don't know when we don't even have that two hours in the day anymore that we used to have, which sucks because I really love it. I think, I think this is like one of the best formats. It's probably my favorite format of all, whether it's, you know, you put TV shows or listening to podcasts, like listening to your guys, whether you're in the car, you're on, you're in the gym, traveling. It's just the best. It's just, you have people's stories
1: in your pocket. It's the best. I enjoy a good podcast. I'm always listening to something. Rogan, even Bill Maher's got a new one, which I'm not even a huge fan. But something, uh what is it called, Club Random? Yeah, it and was, is he like smoking weed on it? Or did I see a clip? Are they- oh, he's smoking weed constantly. It's and probably, I'm yeah. Really a good fan. I, you know, what's funny about that Bill Maher when he's not talking, when he's not bitching about Trump, he's fucking funny as shit.
2: He's very funny, yeah.
1: Very funny, but when he gets, it gets very negative when he gets to politics, and I know that's his thing. So I'm, I'm I'll listen to that show. And whether or not Woody Harrison is, I'm like, Oh, this is fun. He's a fun guy. He's smoking weed. He's talking. But then when he gets to politics, I'm like, ah, oh, this is negative. I don't know. I have no time for that shit. Yeah, no, I'm, with too. I,
3: I, I'm with you too. I'm with you. I do like that he smokes and
1: gets this, his guests going. This, this is what I was going to ask you as a married man. Jerry, did you go to, before you got married, did you go to pre cana when you had to go to that other houses and other couples and deal with them and, they told you about what you have to expect as a married couple. Did you have to do that?
3: Yes. That's just part of it.
1: Yeah. It's also, you know what else? It, it, it is also, it's, uh, it's hell, is what it is. <laughs> I hated that so much.
3: It's a rough they, hang. It's a, it could be rough.
1: Yeah. They were nice people, but they're <laughs> in there like they're talking like there's some kind of, they're not teachers. They're not fucking teachers. No,
3: and like, no, what's
1: you Get married at the church. You got to sit there and talk to yes. them. They're making jokes and they're doing this and that, Jimmy. I'm like, yeah. What? I have a, a question here. I can, it's, not, it's more of a comment, really. <laughs> I would rather be anywhere, 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 losing the cavalry, <laughs> than here. This sucks. But I don't. Yeah, do I might it.
3: call it off. I, I might actually call the you know, wedding like, off to get out of here if I had to. It was
1: rough, Jimmy. If yeah. you ever do, Jimmy's never too late. I know you're not mad. No,
2: I understand.
1: But if they ever Someday. say, Someday, <laughs> you, you got time. Know, There's Jimmy. no rush. There's no rush.
3: You're
2: There's a young no man. Rush. There's no rush. Yeah, I got plenty of time. I mean, I got six years until I'm 60. So play, which is a horrifying <laughs> way to phrase being 54.
1: I'm sorry, Jimmy. Go ahead. Go ahead. About your sperm. It's still alive.
2: Oh, is it? Yeah, it's all over the floor. Um
1: <laughs> I, I and everywhere it. else. Jerry, yeah. was you had a bad experience <laughs> with jujitsu? You said you only did a little bit.
3: What no, no, I loved it. I had a great experience with it. Um only really stopped because I moved and then I never right. I, I moved back to New York and it was one of those right. things that I was always you're, not, you're
1: in New York. There's a tons of places in New York
3: there is um yeah but i moved back to new york and then with work and the kid i just haven't found time but that's i'm absolutely i i love it. i love like the first lesson was like you know hands up like this is your posture right you're like i don't want any trouble man but then you realize like wow you're in a great fighting position to defend yourself with your hands up and your back foot planted that right there you locked me in if something makes sense you got me i'm i'm in and that right away made sense are you
2: you in the city or Long island uh williamsburg brooklyn oh okay okay um i was gonna say because Matt his runs a great school in uh out in long island listen uh, i'll and-
3: get I'll, I'll get there though because i also do like uh it, it's nice to know someone that's how i always feel i like you ever like want to visit
1: that, you ever want to visit
3: you i would love that
1: you give me information oh 100 i like dude like jimmy says i live this yeah he goes matt you live this shit <laughs> right jimmy yeah
2: i i say that a lot people the fans are tired of hearing it but i'll usually open and close every podcast with matt you do live this shit. um well, now let me ask you uh, you go to i know you 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 you're an mma and a ufc fan when's the last event you went? i haven't gone i'm going in, in november to the garden i haven't gone in a while because the pandemic. i might be
3: going i might so i'm um, i might be going to that one um it all depends on something if i could the last one i went to was at the garden i think it was uh was a 7 I think it was two seventeen. The George St Pierre Bisbing oh, yeah, was on yeah. the card. It was Dillashaw, yeah. Cody Gar was a great. It was great. It was an the Garden, as you guys know too, just you know when the fans are going in that place, that building literally shakes, and yeah. the streets around it straight. I, I and there's only been what like four or five at the Garden or something like very that? very
2: few. Yeah, not too too many.
3: So obviously I'm biased to anything at MSG. So a, a good card like and this card is going to be amazing. So at the Garden. Whew, that, i can't wait
2: what do you think uh alex Pereira and uh, israel adesanya
3: it's a great you know i told you i love storylines right and what better storyline of like these two have fought before but not in the ufc there's a knockout uh only due to really knock him out I, I i'm having a hard time i love adesanya that's like my guy i love rooting for yeah. him i think he's not only a great fighter but you give me that entertainment factor i think it's great but I don't know. I'd love to hear from you guys. I'm having a hard, you know, have a hard time even maybe figuring out who I'm going to put some money on here because it's it's tough. I, I I think Adesanya wins, but I don't know. Yeah.
2: I think uh, I I don't know either. Honestly, I'll, I, uh, Alex Pereira hits really hard, but then again, so does Derek Brunson, and fucking Adesanya knocked him out. Uh, So does so does uh, uh, Romero. All those guys hit hard in that division, so. Uh, I, I think Adesanya manages to find a way to to beat him. I, I don't know how he does it, but I think I, maybe he's a decision. Maybe he takes him deep. I just don't know. But I'm, I think maybe Adesanya finds a way.
1: Um, dude, I just I, I'm I listen. He has the two. wins. Everybody brings up the two wins over him. I heard the first fight. It could it, it either could have or should have went to Israel. So yeah. you can't. That's not going to be a confidence issue, confidence issue for Israel thinking he has two wins over him. And the fight, and he did get stopped by him. It's true. But prior to that, I heard he was winning that fight. So, hey, man, I don't think it's going to be a confidence issue. It's going to be who makes the mistake first. Maybe who gets touched first. I don't know, you know, because Alex, uh, he does hit like a truck. Let me ask you, we were talking about jujitsu, and I know on Entourage, Ronda Rousey was in uh, on that, an episode, I believe. Did you grapple her on the show?
3: So, and, you know, we we have a great – history with the UFC and entourage you know way way back early in the show Chuck Liddell came on playing himself road rage
1: incident somebody yeah
3: and playing like a prank on Johnny Drama Johnny Drama had to get into the octagon it was awesome to hang with him and gotten to know him over the years and then Rhonda comes on in the movie and uh you know I got to know her a little bit uh, you know off camera and stuff like that and it was great but yeah so funny story in in the movie she puts me in the arm bar right and but I don't tap and she snaps my arm and I get a date with her. That's the whole movie premise. Oh, so shit. every actor wants to like do their own stunts and shit like that. You know, I, I was in good shape. So we're, and obviously, you know, you will really think you're going to get hurt. Yeah. So I'm in Fair. the octagon whatever. we're, we're, we're rehearsing the stuff. And, you know, she kind of like flips, you know, tosses me over and we're rehearsing it and she's like, you know, Jerry, uh, you know, I, I, I could do this pretty hard. Like, you know, I've broken guys ribs before when I've like flipped them on their back and I'm like, all right. So she did one half speed, you know, as a rehearsal. And I did not like it. And of I just <laughs> remember looking over, I see my, my stuntman. He's drinking an iced coffee in the corner. I'm like, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm down for all this, but I get, dude, come here. Step it. I pulled myself right out. I was yeah. not necessarily. But even really with sure the armbar, we did roll around a little bit. And even when she put me in the arm bar, obviously she was applying zero pressure. But right. I did ask her, I'm like, Rhonda, give me like 1%. Give me a little jolt. And she did it. And I was like, "Oh, God, that's the worst feeling I've ever experienced. And I don't ever want to be in that position ever again,
2: yeah, it's funny. I've taken an armbar from her as well after an interview. but it was it was always just to see like, because you watch something, I want what does this feel like? like a minor version of this? And it really is awful. Like,, uh, it's an awful, helpless feeling. And you're like, when she's doing this or when any of these guys are doing this in the cage, they're really trying to hurt the person they fight. Like, you know, they're they're trying, they're doing it as hard as they can, like in full combat to try to get somebody to submit. And it's just, it makes you more in awe, more in awe, more in awe of fighters when you get a little bit of what they do and feel it. And you're like, this is what these guys face every time they fight.
3: And you know what else I didn't like? And I'm sure Matt, you know, you've been down this road before. Uh, You know, I got to know her really well and we finished the movie and she goes off and this was you know, obviously at the height undefeated. She's beating everybody. And then you know, I think she had one more fight before the movie came out, and then it was the Holly Holm fights. So, like, you're watching and now. I have like this I've never watched someone fight on that high of a level on that stage that I knew personally and like had feelings about. Like, I like she's great, I, I'm rooting for her, obviously, because I'm a fan, but also on a personal level. So, I don't like that either. I, that emotional roller coaster, I can only imagine what it's like to be, you know, married to a fighter or dating a fighter yeah. or even just best friends with someone who goes in and does that it's it's i've found it very very hard to watch and emotional because you care about the person
2: right and when you see them lose it's very hard for me to watch fighters i after you interview enough and you like enough of these guys you can't even root for one against the other unless it's someone you don't know because you like both guys so you're like you know what i just hope that whoever wins i hope the other guy looks good and doesn't get fucked up right yeah jerry look we have to wrap up here We're, we're a little long today i also have another podcast to go to but uh I'm really happy you could come on. We'd love to have you again because it's obvious like you're a legit UFC fan and you're a great actor. Unleashed with uh, uh, BetMGM. And uh, is there anything else you wanted to promote?
3: No, no. I just, wanna, I just hope I get to see you MSG because it means I made it to the, to, the, to the event. So I hope to see you there because I really yeah. want to go.
2: Yeah, it'd be nice to talk to you in person. I, I, hopefully I'll see you in November.
3: Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.
2: Jerry, great, man. Good Take talking care. to you, pal. Take care. And uh, yes, uh, thank you to uh, to Jerry. I just have uh, I have I have another podcast, and we're late today. So I, I just to... want to tell you, yes, buddy.
1: So you know, it is November. You keep saying I'll see you in November. I'll oh, be yeah, gone yeah. to November. I'll be gone to November. Yes, you're right. Kiss to my mama. All right, listen, uh, Jimmy. Uh, what do you yeah, want to yeah. plug, bro? Well, tonight. Again, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: To the fire. fights. Uh, the fight on Saturday at uh, 4 p.m. is the uh, prelims. And on uh, 7 p.m. is the main card. Um, and it's uh, uh, Rodriguez against um, uh, Lemos. And um, obviously the, uh, the co-main is Neil Magny against Daniel Rodriguez. Um, it should be a great, uh, great night of fights.
1: One, the next time I'm on your terrace, uh, I'm going to look at you. And I'm going to say, I think we're alone now. Wait the beating of our hearts is the only sound jimmy i will I, see you this weekend what, okay, that was ufc unfiltered. what were you gonna say jimmy no
2: no i have to do something as soon as we, we sign off so i'm saying goodbye oh <laughs> jimmy. goodbye
1: jimmy. goodbye jimmy goodbye love you buddy
2: hey, i love you pal